This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. How are all of you? Happy Monday. I am hoping all of you are well out there and had great weekends this weekend. This weekend for me was kind of tough with all that's going on and continues to go on within my community, within our communities. Um, I'm still dealing with the effects that COVID has placed in my neighborhood. Mostly everything is still closed down and just missing the old normal right now. (laughs) You know, the old normal where I didn't have to put on a mask and social distance from people. So your girl just needed to take a walk this weekend. (laughs) I was struggling. So I put on some shoes and just went for a walk. I couldn't go anywhere in particular because everything is closed and you know, now boarded up. So it looks like we just live in a cardboard box, but it just felt good to just walk and listen to some music. And music has been really, really helpful lately. We recently released a Slay Girl Slay official playlist for our girl gang members. And there are 12 playlists all for different vibes. So there is a hustle playlist when you need to just put your head down and crank out some work. There is a Bay playlist when you're in your feelings, thinking about somebody's son. <laughs> There's a spiritual playlist with all of our favorite gospel and spiritual songs. There's even an auntie playlist. Yeah, and you know all the songs our moms, grandmas, and aunties used to play when they would be cleaning up the house or cooking us dinner. Um, and we've got a cover boo. So I've been blasting the Slay Girl Slay playlist like no other. I know my neighbors are so sick of me, but oh well they are going to (laughs) deal. And it's just been really lifting my spirits. That being said, I will continue to say this on the podcast, but do what you need to do for you, boo, especially right now. Take the time you need to rest. If it's hunkering down and smashing some goals right now, do that. If it's laughter, do that. If it's crying out, do that. Nothing is off the table right now. We as a whole are going through a lot. And I don't like to say this, but it's giving me uh, a sense of comfort that I know I am not alone in my feelings of stress and overwhelm and just essentially being over it. And I find comfort knowing that everyone else is just trying to find their way through this right now, like myself. And it's it's not just me. So wherever you are today, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, know that you are not alone. Okay, boo? 
Okay, so over the past couple of months, my screen time has just gone significantly up. (laughs) And I usually do a good job of just tapping into Instagram uh, and my social media channels when I need to make updates for Slay Girl Slay or for the book club or even just my personal page. But lately, I've just been sitting on it and, and just trying to find a healthy balance between wanting to know what's going on and getting updates on what's happening and then just needing to be completely off it for my sanity. So I was on and I got a DM from a listener and she asked me a really, really good question that came up quite a few times during the Girls Night In Live that we did a little while ago. And her question was, Ash, how do I stay motivated, not just in times like these, but just in general? How can I not be lazy? I love my projects and what I'm doing, but I'd be lying if I said I was motivated to work on them all the time. To be completely honest with you, I am more unmotivated to work on my goals than I am motivated, and that really scares me. So of course I responded, but Wanted to also address that here for you guys as well. First, I'm not a master at getting the job done, and obviously this is just my take on things, and I actually couldn't agree with her more. But let me just preface this by saying we are in a very unique time right now. This is not the normal way of life that we are all used to. There is a pandemic happening. There is lockdown still happening in some places. Some of us lost people to COVID, so there is grief happening. Our community is being hunted down. We are feeling the effects of racial injustice at an all-time high right now, and there are protests going on and just Our normal day-to-day life looks just a little different right now, and your motivation to do things might not come as easy as it used to because we are dealing with so much. Our productivity may not look like it used to. Our self-care may not look like it used to, but don't beat yourself up because you're not instantly inspired and motivated and ready to kick it into gear like you used to be. And also, we often talk a lot about the future and what we want the future to look like, but we don't spend enough time talking about how to stay motivated to get there. It's like looking at a map or your GPS on your phone and you're headed to a destination, right? You've been so excited to get there. Your car is all packed. You're ready to go. And you have your snacks and the Slay Girl Slay playlist is on deck. And when you turn on the car and start driving, you only have enough gas to get up the street. So you see another gas station up the street. And although you're still looking forward to the destination you're headed in, Pushing this car and all of your bags down the street is not fun, let alone that's not what you signed up to do. So then you finally get your car in this next gas station and you get excited again and you're motivated and you're pumped and you fill up and you think you have more than enough gas to get you to where you want to go. And this time you may go a couple of extra miles, but then you're out of gas again. Terrible analogy, I know. (laughs) 
that's the best that I could come up with. But I had to give you a picture. That is exactly what a lot of us look like, trying to reach an achievement in our lives, trying to become something, trying to finally get somewhere. We have the game plan, right? And I hope y'all didn't forget about the game plan because I sure didn't. <laughs> we have to. We have this to-do list. We have the game plan. We know what we want, or at least we know how we want to feel. So we've decided to start this journey of getting there, not realizing that our excitement and optimism of finally doing what we've always wanted to do will be short-lived. And since we are imperfect human beings with real lives, with real relationships and real life issues, like right now, we will find ourselves not as fired up as we think we need to be all of the time to reach the destination. And when I first started the podcast, I was so pumped, right? When I first started, I was like, yes, this is exciting. I have 44 people that listen to me. This is so dope. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't wait until next week. I can't wait until I talk about this topic and that topic. And that gas carried me for a good little while. But then as I really got into the work, I realized like, man, I can't just sit down and press record and then boom, I have a podcast. <laughs> Although I think a lot of people think that's how it's done. I actually have to write out my ideas. I have to sit down and edit the episodes when I'm done recording. I have to then produce and then publish the show so that it's visible on everyone's audio platforms. Then I have to tell everybody that it's up. And in all honesty, I'm tired and I haven't even started. <laughs> Am I lying? Can you relate? Because... When things really hit the fan, I realized I was truly responsible for more than just pressing record. There was a lot of work that had to go into just one episode. And after the gas and the excitement of everything ran out, I was sitting there looking crazy. I wasn't motivated to wake up and record a show for Monday because I was doing 10 other things the day before. And this day, I just wanted to rest or see my friends. Like in all 100% transparency and honesty, I don't feel like doing this at all. This is my thoughts back then, right? Like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this. This was cute in the beginning and I had all this gas, but I'm out of gas more times than I'm full of gas, and I am not motivated to do this. Watching TV and seeing my friends and catching up on sleep because I'm tired seems way more comfortable and exciting than sitting down for hours just to put up a show. Does that sound familiar? So then, if you have found yourself in this mind battle of one, I really want to achieve this but two, I'm just not motivated enough to do it. You start to think because you don't always feel like doing it, that that must mean you don't really want it. You think that that must mean this is not your purpose, that that must mean you are not passionate about it. But let me be the first to tell you, you can still have a passion for something and be walking in your purpose and sitting on a really amazing idea and still not feel like it sometimes. Don't let anyone tell you that just because you don't wake up every day feeling like the butterflies and the rainbows are on your side for what you create and do, that that means you're not supposed to be doing it, that you're not committed to it, that you don't love it. That's false. 
I would be lying to myself if I said I was head over heels, ready to go in the zone every single day working on this project. Yes, it brings me joy every day that it's mine. And yes, it makes me happy and proud to be a part of it. And yes, I'm still going to work until the wheels fall off. But sis, we are human and some days just ain't it. I used to love and I still do love watching YouTube videos where they have these really big people talk about what they have overcome and how they made it. And you know, these videos would inspire me to keep going and tell me that I could make it too. And I used to love finding YouTube videos of people with amazing bodies and listening to their fitness routines and meal plans and getting inspired because I want that too. So the next thing you know, I'm a vegan for like a week and working out like crazy because I'm motivated and I want this. And then bam, one day I wake up and I want Chipotle. (laughs) The full burrito bowl with chicken, extra rice, hold the beans, hot sauce, sour cream, and cheese. Oh no, I fell off the bandwagon. I'm not motivated anymore. Tomorrow I'll start again. Then tomorrow comes and I really want to look good and be snatched and wasteless by summer. But also, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of sweating. My hair is going to sweat out. Who wants that? There's no guarantee that I'm even going to be wasteless by the summer anyway. But this butter pecan ice cream is calling my name though. (laughs) And that's just another example, right? But I want you to see how one easy it is to get motivated and two, how it's even easier to get unmotivated. We recently did a Girl Gang live session with our members and spent almost two hours digging in and really laying the foundation of how to stay productive and consistent. And in this session, I mentioned a book that really changed the game for me. And I probably mentioned it on this podcast before. Um, But this book has, has essentially changed the game for me and for others that I know that have read it. And I'm sure you guys have seen this book before, but it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Another book I recommend is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Both are phenomenal books that really helped break this cycle of trying to stay motivated and inspired all the time to get the work that I had to do done. I am not sponsored by either of these publishing companies. I don't know James Clear or Jeff Olson, but I just felt like these books both taught me something incredible when it came to me getting myself in the game and keeping myself in the game no matter how I was feeling that day. More specifically, what I have learned from reading these books and practicing what I have learned is that being motivated is not what will get you to the finish line, but it's the habits you create within your life that will get you there. Motivation can be fleeting. You can be motivated today and then tomorrow be on a completely different page. Both days, you still have a goal or something that you want to work on. So how do you keep yourself on track and keep crushing it regardless of if you're really inspired and motivated to do so? You create habits around your goal or your project that you practice almost mindlessly every single day and that is what gets you there. So what does that mean, Ash? What I have learned is that our habits define who we are. 
The book makes this very clear, but every decision you make is either a vote for the woman you want to be or a vote against the woman you want to be. If the woman you want to be is this really happy woman that meditates daily and takes care of herself, she drinks a lot of water and practices yoga and she's involved in her community, then the decisions that you make should be in favor of her. So for example, when you wake up in the morning, you may not feel quote unquote motivated to do your daily meditation practice or drink a gallon of water because you're tired of peeing every 15 minutes. But if you've built habits around this woman that you want to be, you're no longer relying on just motivation to bring her to life. If you've built good habits, you'd wake up in the morning and you'd know the first 15 minutes of your morning are spent meditating or doing that yoga. So your mat is right by your bed. It's the first thing that you see when you wake up. Does that make sense? You have to build habits around the things that you are working on so that when you don't feel motivated to do something, you already have a habit that you've built. So at some point during the day, you will make progress on whatever it is that you weren't motivated to do. That was a mouthful. (laughs) I hope you caught that. It's not the plans that we make to achieve what we want. Writing down the goal is not what will make the goal come true. You have to have a plan and you have to write it down so it doesn't live in your head. You do need this game plan, this North Star, a blueprint for what you're working towards next. But thinking about it and looking at a piece of paper every day won't make it come to fruition. It's in your everyday decisions you make and the habits that you build. That is how you get there. Another example is if your goal is to lose weight, right, and be healthy, your habit is not going to the gym every single day, right? And that's what we would easily and normally think. The habit is actually putting on your workout clothes and gym shoes every single day. So it's shifting from this really unmotivating idea like, oh my God, when I get off work, I have to go to the gym. I'm not excited. I'm not motivated. I don't feel like doing it. It shifts to when I get off work, I just have to put on my workout clothes and my gym shoes. Whether you actually end up at the gym or not doesn't really matter. But the idea is that if you can just take a couple of minutes starting the thing that you want to do, nine times out of 10, you'll keep going and see the task through. Start looking at your game plan, boo, and build processes around it that fit seamlessly into your life. For me, during quarantine, I wanted to really get into working out and practicing yoga because I had nothing else to do. (laughs) So instead of relying on myself to be motivated every day to wake up and work out in my living room every night before bed, my habit was to push back the couch, put my yoga mat down, and put my weights on my mat every single night. So when I woke up, that was the first thing I would see. Did I work out every day? Absolutely not. Was I motivated to work out every single day? Absolutely not. But over the last two and a half months, I have worked out more consistently than I ever have in my entire life. Make your habits as easy as throwing on a bonnet and a scarf at night before bed or washing your face or drinking tea every morning at work. If you want to write that book, make a habit of writing three sentences every morning. 
If you want to learn a new language, make a habit of practicing language every day for 10 minutes when you're on the toilet. I don't know. (laughs) Make that your toilet time, sis. Make it so incredibly easy for yourself and don't get stuck. We get stuck on building habits because oftentimes we think we have to hit the big target every single time. That when it's time to get work done and work towards a goal, that we have to do this massive overhaul every time we sit down to actually do it. When I first started podcasting, I thought when I sat down to do a show, I had to record, I had to edit, I had to produce all in one sitting. But when I started creating habits around the podcast and built daily habits around my business, it released me from needing to stay motivated to do it every single time I needed to get work done. Now the habits that I have created are easy, simple, and a part of my everyday life. So it's mindless for me to get work done. I wish I could tell you that I'm this perfect woman that wakes up in sunshine every day, super charged up to do everything that I need to do to get through the day, but I'm just not. To be transparent with you, I'm always thinking about the gratification I will get once I cross the finish line. I want to get to the moment where everything is done and it looks good and I accomplished it and I can pat myself on the back and say, good job, Ash. But I have to remind myself to stay in the moment, this moment right here. The finish line will come, boo, but we can't rush it. We can't skip the line and jump to the end. You can't finish the book and you're just beginning a new chapter. Believe it or not, we will only spend a fraction of our time actually crossing the finish line and seeing the end product and celebrating our wins. They are necessary and we live for them because they are proof that we can truly do anything that we put our minds to. But most of the time is spent running towards the finish line, not crossing it. The time will pass anyway, whether you're motivated to run or not, so you might as well keep running. The end symbolizes greatness for a lot of us. The finish line and accomplishments, it symbolizes achievement. It shows growth. It shows that we made it. Crossing the finish line towards our goals and making dreams our realities shows that we really are about that life that we can talk the talk and walk the walk, and it makes us feel good. It makes us celebrate. It makes us happy. But I challenge you to find ways to symbolize achievement, symbolize growth, symbolize progress every single day in the smallest of ways. Because when you do get to the finish line, that very short moment, and you've celebrated and the confetti has been thrown, then what? The feelings fade. And although you're happy you just reached this huge milestone, now where will you go? What's next? So my question to you is, while you are creating these very small habits, can you implement ways that will make completing these habits enjoyable for you? It's super tiny, but for me, I shade a little pink box on my calendar after every workout. It's super, super small, but every week I look back like, dang, sis, you worked out four times this week instead of your usual one. You did that. Go you. You didn't get it every day, but you did it on some days, and that's progress. That's not motivation. That's progress. 
Or I'll count all the boxes that were not shaded and I'll say, look, Ash, you worked out 23 days this month out of the 30 total. Go you. And that brings me light. That brings me joy. That shows me that out of the 30 days I had that month, 23 of those days, I made a good decision towards the woman I wanted to be. And I didn't wait for motivation. We have mentioned the woman you want to be one billion times on this podcast, but who is she? Is she a writer? Is she a lawyer? Is she an activist? Is she happy regardless of her circumstances? Is she an incredible mom with a side hustle? Is she teaching her children how to value themselves by showing them how she values herself? Is she a doctor? Is she a business owner? Is she a fitness coach? Is she a professor? Who is she really? Because the habits you build are either decisions that bring you closer to that woman or decisions that bring you further away from her. And you can't afford to wait on motivation to deliver her because motivation is just a launching pad. It's just a cannon that shoots you out into the sky, but you're the one that has to fly, sis. It's just a way to kick you into gear and get your engines revved up, but What's the gas, the real gas that will keep you going? Think of that gas. Think of those small habits that you can do every day, even just for a couple of minutes to make progress. Scrap motivation. We can't depend on everyone else to keep giving us gas to go. We've got to get our own gas because you're either walking away daily from the woman you want to be or you're slowly inching your way towards her, which way are you going? That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.